Hey everybody, it's your boy, Eduardo Jackson, CEO, founder of Cinema Draft, and the owner of blacksinbitcoin.com, where everybody's welcome, but I stay black and love in Bitcoin. Today, we're gonna be talking about what's in the Bitcoin news. Uh, we're gonna do our, our altcoin of the week, which is the highly controversial BitConnect, and We'll also tackle our ICO Did You Know of the Week, which I believe is called Flip. So let's get into it, Bitcoin news. And also there's an outside chance we may get a gate crasher at the very last minute coming into our space to do a quick interview and also get educated a little bit on some Bitcoin. So let's get into it. So Bitcoin in the news. So actually this is this is always an inspiring story when we see our community come together to support one of its own i'm talking about actually let me uh, refresh all these pages i'm talking about let me screen share with you guys oh okay i was going to go to reddit but looks like reddit is down <laughs> wow um okay oh no there it is now it's back all right so we're going to screen share this because this is actually a really heartwarming story Andreas Antonopoulos, there we go. Uh, he's, you know, widely known in the Bitcoin community. He's an evangelist for Bitcoin, largely done it out of pocket, just trying to spread the love. And uh, and basically someone, I, I can't remember how it came about, but someone either criticized his life choices or whatever for getting it, for the way he's been in Bitcoin. And he kind of, you know, fessed up to it. It's like, yeah, I wish I had more, you know, Bitcoin than I do. And the community rallied. They, someone made like a GoFundMe style donation wallet for Andreas, uh, you know, as one of the leading voices of Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. And one person donated 37 Bitcoin. That's like over half a million dollars USD. That's bananas. So the community really loves him. He's a really great dude. And I must admit, when I first started uh, blacksandbitcoin.com back in January 2014, and I had my little <laughs> coming out party per se, and made a post on on r slash bitcoin. You know, basically like I'm out here, we're here. Ask me anything. You know, the response wasn't as pleasant as, as I would have hoped, but I did get a private email from Andreas where he offered to help, which I thought was very sweet. And like two weeks later, he got hired, I believe by like the blockchain foundation or whatever, or by the Bitcoin foundation or something. And he kind of became inaccessible. But either way, I appreciate the gesture. So good on you for Andreas. I think he's, I think the donations have now reached over 700,000, possibly even more, because as y'all know, Bitcoin is going parabolic. It is going nutso. Look at this. Six, well, now, now it seems like it's cooled down. But this morning, you know, GDAX was where it was at. I had, I mean, it was, it was like, it was like a new version of porn for me. I was watching, you know, sell walls and buy, you know, you just fall like, like nothing. You know, people just buying it up like crazy. Look at this. We'll, we'll, I'll drag over the chart real quick over here. So this is GDAX right now. Let's. And I'm on one minute delays. But let's go over like say the last six hours. Just look at, I mean, this, I mean, it's a, actually, this is six hours, this is 24, okay, so it shows you over the last several days, but I mean, so it's, it's, it's climbing, it's climbing, you know, nice little rate of growth, then boom, last night overnight, it just went nuts. And look at, look at these buys right here from 15,000 up to over 17, over 17,000 and actually went higher, but Coinbase couldn't handle the traffic today. 
He couldn't handle it. I, I remember I was watching I was watching an eighteen thousand dollar five hundred I think eighteen thousand five hundred dollar cell wall just get eaten up and I, it was I was, it was like popcorn for me. And and then all of a sudden I refreshed and I couldn't get back into the into the screen. So so this is GDAX. GDAX for those of you who of you who don't know is the trading arm of Coinbase. So there's like the commercial side, which is you know where I, where I call Coinbase like the PayPal version of you know uh, of Bitcoin, where it's like nice and simple, easy way to get people set up and started into Bitcoin. Whereas GDAX is where you know this, this is this is like you know like like the Wall Street type. This is like where the trading and it goes down. This is where you know those those hedgies and and people who are really about reading charts and that trading life get down. Look at I mean look at this, a thirty two. A 31, you know, Bitcoin, you know, sell wall just gets eaten up like nothing, like a snack. I mean, and now it's over 16,000. So it's just, it, this is something that's fascinating to watch if you know even just a little bit about trading or technical analysis. I know just the littlest parts of this stuff, but it, it's all very fascinating to me, um, especially when you go, you know, hour by hour, minute by minute or whatever, you see some really interesting patterns. Um, the red candlesticks are, are when people are selling the the green ones are when people are buying. These wicks mean something. I'm not exactly sure what. Um, something about like it, it indicates demand, like whether demand is 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 up or down, something like that. I'm not very you know big on the technicals per se. I just know like how to like watch on this left side here. These orders, the order books getting eaten up, and you know, and seeing the differences between the prices and seeing where everything's kind of kind of going. I'm not a Bitcoin day trader, and obviously. I do not offer technical advice on this podcast, but or, or or financial advice on this podcast. But it is an interesting exercise to know, just to learn a little bit about you know how the, these markets work and just watch them in action because it's it's really exciting, especially when Bitcoin is going off on a bull run like this morning. Uh, what else? Oh, <laughs> yes, somebody get your boy. By mean your boy, I mean Jamie Dimon. Uh, so Jamie Dimon, notorious Bitcoin, you know, antagonist, hater, thinks the Ponzi scheme, thinks uh, uh, thinks that it's it's going to zero, all sort of stuff. He's just talked tremendous amounts of shit about Bitcoin and cryptocurrency in general. Now has to eat his words. Shut up, Jamie. Yes. Yes, you have to eat your words, and I say that only because now it is you know, now J.P. Morgan is totally switched up, totally switched up, and is now backing Bitcoin as a new, entirely new asset class. I mean, you know, almost as good as gold. They're saying they say it's more volatile than gold, obviously. And this actually is a little portrait of Jamie Dimon with his little silver hair uh, and his arrogant attitude. And now, and I mean, literally just two weeks ago, you know, maybe even less than two weeks ago, he was bad mouthing Bitcoin, and now J.P. Morgan is going Gordon Gecko style. Well, what's the line from uh, Wall Street? Go get me into that into a ninety degree angle, just going you know, hard into Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies as an asset class, uh, as something to buy and hold for as a store of wealth. Hey, Nuss, I mean, and look, I've been on this corner. I've been on Bitcoin corner since 2013. I, I mean, people have been telling me it's a bubble, it's a Ponzi, you know, for, for well over four years now. And it just warms my heart that one of the biggest haters has finally come to see the light. Welcome, Jamie. Welcome. Your, you know, your your money's good here. Our Bitcoin will still rise.
damn straight. All right, and also the Lightning Network. Oh man, you know, you'd think I would have teed up a a thunder or a lightning sound, but I do not. But the Lightning Network is finally close to coming online. What is Lightning Network, you may ask? Basically, it's a, it's a layer on top of the Bitcoin protocol. Sorry, while I get my while I get my tabs together here. Actually, let me just. Wow, once again, Reddit is just having a tremendous amount of traffic. When, oh, here we go, here we go. Um, Lightning Network is or is basically you know, uh, a layer of usability laid over the Bitcoin protocol that allows for, for you know, quote unquote, lightning fast payments and transactions. As you know now with Bitcoin, the transactions aren't necessarily instantaneous, especially net during times like now where there's so much volume going on in the Bitcoin space that we've got like a backlog of something like, I think I saw something like with 175,000 transaction backlog, which is pretty damn ridiculous um so you know it could take you know you know several hours you know if not a day to get your transaction pushed through if you don't attach a decent fee and also that's another problem when we have you know moments of vol volatility on the main chain you know the network slows down fees rise and people kind of came to bitcoin to get away from slow speeds and fees so basically what they did in with this lightning protocol is basically it's a it's like a side chain which means that stuff happens off of the main blockchain that gets settled eventually on the main chain so it's almost like opening up a bar tab like you know you add stuff to your bar tab then you settle it and you and you leave and so once you know those transactions get settled with the, a la your bar tab, it gets put onto the main chain. So it really is designed to keep things moving a lot faster. It allows for micropayments, uh, instant confirmed transactions, and super low fees, which is what we really need in this space right now. So you can go to this, uh, to, to this Medium post where they kind of explain it. They show a little video, which is all good. A lot of technical stuff, which I am not into, but I do like hearing about this lighting that we're coming through because hopefully this will help, you know, declutter some of the blockchain and to keep things moving. But yeah, but right now, Bitcoin and cryptocurrency is definitely having a moment. Uh, part of the reason also why I started this podcast. So, you know, keep keep it going, crypto. Keep it going, Bitcoin. Very nice. I like. All right. Let's go to the coin count, the coin count. So, uh, and, and, and you know, actually, I might even name this as the, the Trevon James Memorial coin count. He isn't dead, Trevon James. He's a famous, or, well, semi-famous YouTuber, um, definitely known for his referral marketing and stuff, which I'm not necessarily all about, but I just think he's entertaining as hell. And just to give you an idea what this cat you know, looks like, here is... Uh, this is his YouTube channel, and and I just he's very goofy. I like it. Uh, he's very funny. Um, and so in his honor, using his voice, it's time for the coin count, where I count my coins and you count your coins, and we all get rich together. That's right. So the Javon James coin count, and so basically all I'm going to do with this coin count, we're just going to check in on some of these cryptocurrencies that we we're looking at last week. Uh, oh, and and I'll to clear some stuff up. I had to go back into my spreadsheet. My spreadsheet was totally jacked up. 
I am I was actually totally off with my calculations. I actually did had not appreciated, you know, a hundred something plus percent. It was actually more like thirty-five, thirty-six percent. So now that I've got my mastery, I've got my formulas right in my Excel, still thirty-six percent in my coin portfolio of seven different coins. It, you know, it's not too bad for I guess it was it 10 days, 11 days. So I'm very, very, very pleased with that. So now that we've got that settled, we'll move forward with better math and check out how our coins are doing. And also, while I have this opportunity, I also want to share uh, a new site that really got me interested, really got me, you know, uh, engaged called Alt. It's called uh, Alt Pocket. It's basically a place where you can, where you can uh, manage like, your your net your net worth and as far as all the different coins you're in and it's not so much like not, it's not a wallet it's just a tracking uh, site and I'll uh, I'll bring it over here now now keep in mind this is just a dummy wallet this is representative like, like I mean, maybe like look at it like a scale model of my of my actual investments this isn't like my my real investments in the space but it's going to give you an idea on alt pocket you know how it's laid out very nice clean design. You know, uh, it, it let, allows you to manually add all your different coins and stuff. It, you know, updates your your net worth, uh, you know, every 24 hours, you know, to the minute. You refresh it, it'll probably be a little bit different or the same. <laughs> and also you can, you can show, like, percentage-wise, 55% of my holdings are BTC. 17% or dash and that's another thing too with uh, with my ROI this week it actually has gone down only because I injected more money into the system so so I so we've gone from about 36% down to about 20% because I I made I, I went on a little spending spree the other day I, I had to get me some altcoins I was, I was feeling it I was moving some money around so so I, I end up getting I'm, I'm in the Monero game see this I'm in Monero I'm very excited about Monero um, I just I just had to see what it's about. I mean, it, it was going off on a on a heater. It was on a big heater, and so I got some Monero. Um, and once again, just representative. This is not my actual cryptocurrency wealth. But as you can see, you know, like I said, on our scale model version of this, you know, our profit has been pretty healthy, uh, considering. And you know, it tracks active investments, what you sold, your balances. I mean, it's just, it's very it, it's it's very neat. It balances by coin. It's just a very neat setup. I hardly endorse it. And what's and I think what's the best part about it too is that when you go to the dashboard, it's constructed as a, a as a gamified socialized feed. So you can actually interact with other people on the site. You can host polls. Look at this poll right here. Um, I well and where you can basically ask. You can keep your your profile's public or private. Mine's public for now. And what's cool is, is that you can ask people questions in the poll. People will vote on it. What do you think about different coins? Um, you know, I asked a question earlier. I'm not sure if it's up there. It's probably not up there. I asked a question earlier basically about um, about what's going on with Dash because ever since I got into Dash, or ever since I, ever since I, I increased my holdings in Dash, Dash has gone down. And so, you know, the community, you know, basically speculated and helped me out with some theories. So I appreciate that. So, yeah, so it's just a really cool site. I, I enjoy, um, you know, uh, looking at it from time to time. And because the visual representation of your holdings, I think, is, is very motivating and very fun. And unlike an Exodus wallet, if they hack this, they're not going to steal your money. It's all just reporting. Okay, so the coin count. 
I kept my coins. You kept your coins. All right. So, so first one obviously is Bitcoin, and Bitcoin is is definitely doing its thing. It's had a really crazy morning where on on some exchanges is uh, like Coinbase has gone up as high as damn near nineteen thousand, and now it seems like it's it's kind of chilling. Now this is an aggregate of all the different exchanges, but let's dig a little bit deeper real quick uh, into into this price because what's happening is that we're seeing a lot, like a ton of traffic and volume from Asia. See, so this is sorted by volume. Bithum, if you click on it, is actually a, a South Korean exchange. And I've been hearing, you know, you know, rumblings that like that Korea was going crazy over Bitcoin over the last, you know, day or whatever. Look at it, it's trading at 19,000, almost a $3,000 premium over in South Korea. Something's going on in South Korea. Like they're they they need to get their hands on some Bitcoin, and they need to get their hands on Bitcoin right now. So it's so a lot of this volume has been has been uh, pushed by Bithum uh, over in South Korea, and 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 Bitfin interesting Bitfinex. I haven't messed with Bitfinex, but they you know they're going nuts on it too. But see that's that's why the price is only around sixteen thousand collectively because on one end of the spectrum you've got South Koreans buying it at a premium, and then on the other end of the spectrum with the highest amount of volume, you've got Bitfinex selling it at a discount. So that brings the average to about 16,300 or, and actually let's look at the chart. So that's this we did last week, right? Look at the seven day, 65% spike in the last seven days, last week. That is nutso. It's nuts. Yeah, look at, look at this one week chart, seven day chart. Yeah, so almost about the time when we recorded last time, it's gone from just under ten thousand, just under ten thousand a coin, to over sixteen thousand Bitcoin. It's the honey badger. All right, so what else do we own? As I slide across my portfolio, Ripple XRP that has actually fallen on some hard times. Not too hard. I mean, it's it's it, but it's down though. It's down five percent. Oh, and also, and and also, we uh, like I said, week to week, we have actually dropped from 32% total ROI to date down to 20.5% total ROI to date. But a lot, a lot of that has to do with, as I mentioned, injecting more money into my portfolio. But one of the ones that's taken a hit, especially today, has been Ripple. Uh, Ripple is down 3% on the day. Looks like over the past seven days, seven day chart. Yeah, that's not good. It was up here as high as 25 cents per ripple. And now it's down to 22, 23 cents, 22 ish cents per se. I mean, I've seen it go even lower, um, you know, recently, like the last you know day, day and a half, but it, it's ripple. Ripple's going to be fine because banks use ripple to settle quickly and securely a lot of interbank daily transactions, like, you know, banks lending money to each other. So I think long-term ripple will be fine. I'm not worried about ripple. Um, next coin, next coin, uh, is dash. Now dash, I am concerned. And the reason why I say I'm concerned is because I love dash. I love the way they've laid everything out. I love what it's what it stands for, what it's about. It's a privacy coin. They're doing, they're making an update to the wallet software that should make it a hell of a lot more user friendly. And it's down, you know, and it's and it's down a bunch. And I don't know why. Uh, check out the seven day. The seven day start off at seven fifty nine. Seven hundred fifty nine 
dollars. And I think I bought more Dash um, at oh God, yeah, at seven sixty six. So I bought it at even higher, and now it's down to six eighty. Uh, you know, that's uh, just that just sucks. But I mean, once again, there's another case where I believe you know long term and its and its usability uh, and the updates they're having this month with the software. So we're just gonna have to hodl. We have to hodl through it. Uh, and also Litecoin, the LTC, which has often been called the, the crypto silver to Bitcoin's crypto gold. Uh, and this one is, is down slightly. You know, it's something we can live with. Day to day, or since we last checked it on Litecoin, it's actually down... Just, 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 you know, it's actually, it's actually up. It was at 83.59 and it, it had a spike and then now it's then kind of evened out at 98.61. It was actually trading over 100. And like a dummy, I got in at 102. I got more Litecoin at 102. And of course, it's down to about 98. But still, you know, it's another, you know, buy and hold. People like Litecoin because it's fast. Um, it does things that Bitcoin can't right now. Um, but I don't see it being traded. I don't see it being exchanged for goods nearly as much as Bitcoin is, even despite its speed advantage. Uh, next coin, Ethereum, ETH. Let's check out that ETH. Now, this is another one that's also, you know, had some some corrections recently. Oh, we saw ETH. Hold on, let's go. Let's get there. There we go. Ethereum. That ETH. Now it seems like it, it's 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 getting a hold of itself. Up almost two percent on the day, but it had some swings. Check out this seven day. It had some swings. So so when we last left ETH, it was about four thirty six. It's got up as high as four seventy two, and then that, and then now it's kind of settling in around four forty. And of course, like a dummy, I got me some more ETH at damn near the top at four sixty eight. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's down into now it's down like you know 440. But that's good though because this morning when I was you know recording my entries into my portfolio, it was down it was down as low as 421. So I'm glad to see we're heading in the right direction. And ETH is just a long-term play because everyone's using Ethereum, um, the Ethereum protocol to make their own cryptocurrencies and tokens and ICOs. So I'm you know I'm not going anywhere on ETH. ETH ETH will be fine. ETH's gonna ETH. All right, now BAT, the basic attention token. Now this one, I, I, I believe kind of long-term in its, in its usability, but I'm kind of questioning whether I'll really need to have it in my portfolio. It's down, the, the seven day, you know, it's, it's, it's down a little. We got it at, or we, we last checked in on it at 15 cents each. And now it is, oh no, it actually went up. My bad, it went up to 17 cents each. So that's not bad, but it was as high as 21 cents each. And of course, my dumbass, that's where I got more bat. <laughs> so it's down for me, up overall. And my original investment in bat was at 16 cents per coin. So, you know, either, either way, we're still doing fine. We're, we're still winning. Uh, our next, hold on. Can we, there we go. Our next coin. Now this is my new coin. This is Monero. I finally gave in. I gave in the pressure because Monero has just been on fire. And let's 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 do a, a a quick 
deep dive, if that's possible, into Monero. Just look at this chart for like, say, the last three months, because it has gone just parabolic. So the line we want to look at is the green line. That's the USD price. And that started off at, was it 121 uh, three months ago? And it's cruising along, cruising along, and then all of a sudden it just gets religion. It finds, you know, bit Jesus, and it get, it's got up as high as, was it 500, 300? 302. Now, we're okay on this because I actually end up buying my first Monero at 221.78. So we're still winning. Uh, even though it's down to 279, we're still winning. We like where we're at. I just thought it'd, it'd get us you know, a few more gains than it has. But you know, it, people really seem to like Monero. Uh, if you look at if if you look at it in in the list, it is ninth in market cap, 4.4 billion in market cap right here. So people love Monero. I I mean it's and it's a privacy coin. It kind of does what Dash does, although I think Dash has better publicity and better marketing. So that's why I, I definitely I, I fucks with Dash. But um but for now, you know, Monero's cool and we're going to we're going to hold some. We're gonna huddle some. And my last coin, I I won't say I'm concerned about because I believe in the business um, and the business model. I just don't know what the hell's going on with it. It's storage. Storage has seen some runs and once again, like a dummy, I, I bought more storage you know, too late. Um, let's, let's look at this chart, seven day chart for storage. So seven day, you know, you know, on the green line looks pretty good generally because it was trading at 62 cents. Is that seven days? That can't be seven. Is that seven days? That was seven days. So I was trading at 70, 62. I originally got in on it at 70 cents and then and then I bought more at a dollar twelve, so I got I got took. See how it spiked here on um, around the fifth? That was that was that was me. That was around that was me getting in there. And now it's down to to ninety three cents, ninety four cents. I feel like a sucker, but like I said, storage I believe in because it is a decentralized version of Dropbox. It has it has you know lots and lots of users. The technical team is sound. And it's a Morehouse guy, and I went to Morehouse, so you know, I guess got a back, you know, home team. All right. Okay, so now our altcoin of the week. Now it's <laughs> now what is an altcoin? First of all, it's any cryptocurrency, not Bitcoin. Bitcoin is the originator, and the rest are imitators. But there are still significant gains you can be realized if you dabble in just the right altcoins. So let's explore an altcoin I am definitely messing with, a very controversial altcoin, and it is the one that's called BitConnect. All right, so we're going to do a screen share here and go to the BitConnect platform. So basically, actually start here. Oh, this thing. Okay, there we go. So BitConnect is both a lending, you know, a lending business or platform, and also they have their own coin. Their their own coin actually is performing really well overall. They're, let's check let's check out their their cryptocurrency for for uh, BitConnect. It's it's simple as BCC. It's currently the 16th ranked on CoinMarketCap at 1.3 billion. Or to get a more a, a different view, we have Brave New Coin. 
which, uh, which is a little bit less political than CoinMarketCap. And Brave New Coin has BitConnect at, where'd it go? Well, that's not that far down. Where'd you go, BCC? I thought I saw it. There's Dash, there's Zek. There it is. Oh, wow. It's, oh, it's pretty far down there. But all right. Either way, and it has it valued at $3.7 billion. And the reasons for the differences in the valuations is that CoinMarketCap decided that because BitConnect is a lending platform, they decided that they were going to remove all of the they're going to remove the value of the BitConnect coins that the that the owners are just holding as part of the lending platform. So you know, either way, still between 1.3 to 3.7 billion. Either way, it's a whole lot of money. So basically, so it, and it's basically come out of nowhere or from very humble beginnings. Trading now at over 406.55. I originally got some BCC, some BitConnect coin, like you know a month and a half ago for 266. Its charts are crazy. If you look at the the year chart, actually, I'm not, you know, I'm gonna go back to Coin Market Cap because I know their system better. Let's go to Coin Market Cap. Here we go. If you check the BitConnect chart, the all-time chart, and I say all-time because it's a young, it's a young cryptocurrency. It's it's about a year old. Coin Market Cap only started tracking it in looks like in that February. <laughs> Oh, and in January of of this year, and so it's gone from damn near nothing, from like 16 cents. All the way up to 406.55. So even just as a cryptocurrency to hold, it might be worth holding some BCC because a unique feature about BCC is that its its cryptocurrency fate is intrinsically aligned with Bitcoin. I'll explain why. Number first of all, it's controversial because it has. And it's mostly because it's due to its lending program and the MLM style of its marketing. Now, the way it works is that you deposit Bitcoin onto the platform to buy their BitConnect coin. Then you lend their BitConnect coin to their, their Bitcoin trading bot. And we'll discuss in a minute if they actually have a Bitcoin trading bot. And then you can, and then they will pay you out a daily profit based on the volatility uh, of their Bitcoin trading bot. And to give you an example, they also offer bonuses. So now they don't guarantee, they do not, I repeat, they do not guarantee a daily return. There have been a couple of days out of like maybe, you know, uh, 50 or, or, or 55 where I did not earn any interest on my loans. Uh, and that's because uh, based off the market volatility, they, it does not always go up. But what's kind of cool is that based on how much you lend, you, you get, you, guaranteed bonuses. So for example, on that day where where I did not get a interest rate return from the Bitcoin trading bot, I still got my 0.20% uh, bonus on a zero trading, uh, on a zero interest day. So so what's cool is that it's a little bit of a surprise every day of you know, what you're going to get and how it's going to look like. But just, just to show you this, the volatility software interest, the, the rates have been pretty good, generally. Um, definitely better than anything you'll see in a bank. The last Over the last 30 days, the rate of interest before your bonuses has been 0.94% a day, which is just freaking phenomenal. Over the last six months, about the same, about the same. And in the last seven days, it's actually been a little bit lower, but you know, it, it might pick up. On my very first day on the platform, I actually got 2.15%, which is so far the highest 
daily interest rate I've ever seen. Bring it back, bring it back. And so just to give you an example, so let's say let's say you were to, and, and mind you, this is just exploring the cryptocurrency. I'm not pitching it or shilling it. I'm just explaining to you how it works, all right? So let's say you put in you know, the, the top tier, the $10,000 and $10 uh, loan to the Bitcoin trading bot. Now, now, the way it works, they lock up your, your funds for, in this case, 120 days. And after that, then they give you your capital back. Now, this is unlike a lot of what are called HIEPs, high yield interest programs, which a lot of people also like into Ponzi schemes, and we'll get into that in a second. But, uh, but after 120 days, you get your interest back, or you get your capital back along with the daily interest you've already been making every day. So, for example, so let's say we do the, the highest level of loan, $10,010. And, and we base it off of, let's say, off the last 30 days of interest. Oops, there it is. Adam bad. All right. 10000 $10, There we go. Uh, 120 days which is when we get the capital release back. We calculate it. And so your ROI is a whopping 142.8%. On average, like I said, this isn't guaranteed. It's on average. It includes your 25%, your 0.25% bonus. Your profit with principal is $24,304 in basically four months' time. That is pretty baller. And, and I understand there's a lot of FUD out there about BitConnect. And look, I, and I understand the reasons for it. A lot of people mention BitPetite. A lot of people mention Laser Online. Those two definitely, you know, were scams made off of your money. The reason there are a lot of reasons why, and I actually have a page on what I like to call my Bitcoin investment scam, where I where I kind of detail, you know, BitConnect a little bit, explain to it, you know, how it works, why I think it's 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 you know a good short-term investment. Maybe it is a Ponzi. I don't know. I've only been in it for about two months, but as far as I can see, they've never missed a payment in in my two months and in the history of the platform. And it's a lot of fun. Now, what people take issue with, and I do not blame them, is there are a lot of referral queens out there. You know, the, I mean, and for example, Trevon James, very entertaining. He gets a lot of money off referrals. You know, that's his thing. Me, I'd like to let you decide for yourself, but. When people come to me with all this Ponzi's talk and they're not in or, or ever have invested in the BitConnect, you know, uh, platform, I just kind of laugh because, you, I mean, you can't come at me with Ponzi. I've been standing on Bitcoin corner since 2013. I've heard every manner of it's a Ponzi, it's a bubble, it's a scam for the last four and a half years. It doesn't bother me none. It's fine. As long as they keep paying me out, you know, I'm going to keep, you know, Banking that daily interest, and the and the best part about it is is when you is, is when they make it really super easy to reinvest, to to reinvest your profits, um, you know, daily, so you can compound that interest, so it gets to be even more. And there are a lot of different strategies out there. There's like a 60-60 where 60 days just reinvest and 60 days start pulling out. There's an 80-40 I've heard. There's all sorts of ways you can really maximize your investment, but I like it because it. Because even though you know some people say it's just you know might as well just hold Bitcoin and and ride that volatility and growth, here I'm getting an, an opportunity to compound my interest so that by the time my original loan you know runs out in about 179 days, and I'm thinking about a third of the way through that, I'll have gained about 500 percent in in returns just through compounding versus just holding Bitcoin. So that's why I like it. Also. Um,
Also, and I, and I get my capital back, so I can have even more to invest. Also, the referral system is what's which is which I alluded to briefly is somewhat controversial only because up oh, this is the Bitcoin trading bot um, or the daily interest chart. Let's see, uh, the referral program is is kind of interesting only because they they um, I think it's like three levels of referrals. You know, I'm not gonna look it up. Anyways, it's three well, it's three levels of referrals: five percent, three percent, one percent. I personally do not have any referrals yet. If you want to sign up under Bit, uh, for BitConnect under me, I'd be grateful. I'll, I always leave those links in my uh, in in my uh, YouTube chat or in my YouTube channel. But I'm not overly pushing it because I understand MLMs make people feel uncomfortable. But another way you can earn money through the program is the staking wallet. The staking wallet. Now, now this shows you the interest. They're basically paying you interest each month just for holding BitConnect coin in one of their wallets. So there's another way you can make some, some passive income. Uh, it's very real, uh, 8% a month, you know, that's real. I don't exactly know how it works as far as like the weights and how often you get paid it, but I do know that they do pay because I've received two staking rewards in my staking wallet. And then as you can see over time, it decreases because they figure you know it'll get bigger it'll be more popular they can pay people less to hold on to the coin because it'll be worth more so as you can see starting uh starting next month it drops down to seven percent a month for six months then five percent then three percent then 1.4 percent until they stop uh what else uh and then and then yes and then the coin has gone from essentially 16 cents to over 400 just this year alone so so once again just to sum up I know it. I know it's very high. I know it's it. It seems a little high risk. You know, the owners are fairly you know anonymous. Although they do throw really great parties, I've heard. Uh, if the MLM if the MLM life isn't for you, I totally understand. But I've been getting paid out daily. I've been making some really good gains. Something I'm think I'm north of twenty percent in in about three weeks two or three weeks just through compounding uh what i've got so i'm, I'm really pleased with with, uh, with the program and you know, if it's you know if it's a ponzi and it goes away then you know it's fine just like all this stuff just like any investment only invest what you can afford to lose and then you won't worry so much about it all right so ico did you know now Somehow I got it on the wrong list somewhere, or have my Bitcoin on my link, or have Bitcoin on my LinkedIn profile, and now I get every cockamamie ICO pitch that's known to man. So, in the interest of entertaining you all, I'm going to share with you this week a new ICO that we can vote on whether we should invest or not. And now, and before I even get to that, let's go back to last week's ICO. Did you know? And that was Virtue Poker, and did a little research between between. Last time we spoke, uh, last time we joined each other, did a little research, and Virtue Poker seems pretty cool. Uh, they opened up their Telegram this week. I'm on their Telegram channel. I was able to ask one of the admins about their policy for letting in U.S. players or U.S. Sorry, U.S. players. I even think like a poker player still, and letting in U.S. investors. And good news for us, they do. That's very exciting, uh, or they will. And it seems like we won't be able to get into it, though, until about second quarter of 2018. Oh, I'm so impatient. Urgh. Wow. 
So, wow, that was not the button I wanted to push, but that's entertaining regardless. And while we're here, let's see the results of the poll. <laughs> Should we invest in Virtue Poker? The, the result, well, they're just here. There we go. The results were, wow, okay. The, well, the result, I saw the results earlier. I don't know why they're not showing up here, whatever. Anyways, results were, were 80% said yes. So when the ICO is available, we're getting in there, buddy. We are getting in there. All right. So this week's uh, ICO, did you know? is flip now flip is already in crowd sale mode pre-ico mode i think whatever they call it yeah they pre-sale mode uh it is a crypto token for gamers from gaming experts basically they're it's basically it's uh, selling digital goods from games on a marketplace so for example if you want to level up in like your your my player experience with all of the the achievements you've unlocked in and gold coins you've won or or earned on in NBA 2K, you could sell those gold coins on a marketplace to other gamers trying to get them. I know, sounds a little bit esoteric, but people who love games and love gaming who actually spend real money on on you know virtual currencies inside games and everything would go for this. And it's a huge market. It's like you know this is like a billion. You know, these are billions and billions of dollars market as far as gaming goes. So so Flip is already. They've already 112% of their pre-sale goal has been reached, so they're doing fine. One ETH gets you 250 flips, FLPs. Um, and they promise to work hand-in-hand -hand with gaming companies. Uh, the, the video is nice and short. really does explain what's going on there. Pretty cool. Uh, welcome back. Yes. No, you can't help me with anything. Go away. can't make that go away. Anyways. Um, and it's it's gotten some some key endorsements. It's been featured, you know, in several cool places. And then also of their team, you always want to take a look at the ICO team. You know, your standard, you know, assortment of Europeans, white dudes, and Asians. But what's interesting is where is it under advisor? Oh, under under advisors, they have they have some heavy hitters from Bullpen Capital. And this guy actually was also a co-founder of Electronic Arts. That's pretty key. If anyone knows the gaming industry, it's someone who co-founded Electronic Arts, a.k.a. EA Sports and all the big games you see advertised on TV. So that's really exciting. So they're going to be just fine. A, a nice, you know, a, a very well-rounded well advisor team. A lot of heavy hitters on here. You know they're going to be in there. They're already selling out their pre-sale. They're going to be fine. So we will put this poll up on Blacks in Bitcoin uh, at, or at Blacks in Bitcoin on Twitter. We'll put up the poll and vote with me. Vote with me to see whether we should invest in this ICO or not. Yay. All right. So listener giveaway. Ask a BTC guy. Send me your crypto questions. I'll send you five dollars in. BTC for e for the top three questions this week. And all you have to do is email me at blacks, with an S, blacksinbitcoin at gmail.com to enter and win. So let me dig up the first question. It is from a Deidre. And she asked me, 
which of any Bitcoin forked or pending forks currencies look like a good hodl opportunity or at least a pump and dump? All right. And actually, actually, before I get to her question, I'll answer an earlier question from Andre. Uh, and because he asked me, what does hodl mean? And by HODL, I mean H-O-D-L. And, you know, and HODL it just kind of grew organically out of the Bitcoin community, mostly out of like Reddit, where, and that's always a great place to start in gathering like Bitcoin sentiment is by going to Reddit and seeing what people are talking about. And basically every time early on, especially, Bitcoin would go up. You know, we'd get so excited about, you know, Bitcoin going up that we would tell other people not to sell it, to hold to H-O-L-D. We get so excited in typing up hold, a lot of times you transpose the D with the L, and so you end up with hodl, and it's kind of cut on. It's, just, it's basically a typing error that cut on. So hodlers are basically known for people who are holding. Uh, we, 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 are, we hodl, we hold, uh, because we believe in the future worth and value and security of, of Bitcoin and its network. And then you can, you can, you can, apply it to pretty much any other cryptocurrency, but it started originally with Bitcoin. I'm a hodler since 2013. I love it. I mean, I haven't always hodled. I've had to sell some, but you know, you got to pay some bills, but yes, we hodl around here. So anyways, so that's what, so, and, and Andre, I'm, I'll send you your $5 in Bitcoin. Thanks for the great question. And so now on to Deirdre's question, Deirdre's question. All right. And, and, so, and so she said, which of the, so which is the best, one of the Bitcoin forks or currencies that look like a good hot opportunity or at least a pump and dump. So I would say that the biggest and most volatile fork <clears throat> of Bitcoin has been Bcash, aka Bitcoin Cash. <laughs> uh, and Roger Ver, you know, the self-proclaimed Bitcoin Jesus who got in super early and has been trying to manipulate Bitcoin ever since. Uh, he hates when we call it Bcash, but Bcash is the biggest and most volatile. I believe it is... Is it number three in coin market cap? Yeah, Bitcoin Cash number three in coin market cap at 23 billion. And basically, what happened is that when when they when they made a fork in Bitcoin uh, several months ago, uh, basically everyone got the same amount of the, the same amount not in dollar value worth, but the same amount in Bitcoin in, in Bitcoin weight of Bitcoin Cash. And so you had the opportunity to either hold on to it or sell it or whatever. I sold mine. I didn't think anything of Bitcoin Cash. I think I sold mine at around $200 per. Well, guess what? It's now trading at $1,367. So hooray for Bitcoin Cash. But I don't really see much of a, a use case for it, especially once the Lightning Network comes online, because the reason for the fork into Bitcoin Cash was to make Bitcoin faster and used for instant payments. All right. So, so basically, so yes, yeah, so I was pretty convinced it was going to be a shit coin. <laughs> so I cashed mine out shortly after, after 200. It's already the third highest in market cap. The swings are wild. Okay. They're wild. So if you have any experience in technical analysis of charts, put, put it to good use, get in and get out. Now, as far as altcoins go, I endorse all the ones I'm hodling. I'm talking about your storage, your bat, your B BCC, Bitcoin, a uh, Bitcoin, Bit, BitConnect coin. If you're not in the platform, you might just want to go on one of the few exchanges that does trade it and buy some anyways. That sucker's up from 16 cents to $406.16. Uh, waves. Um, uh, I'm not, I don't really hodl much waves, but I did have to buy some when I was setting up my own uh, token as an experiment. 
um, that didn't really pan out. But Waves, I believe in Waves too, because they make it really dead simple to buy, uh, to, no, to set up your own cryptocurrency. And whether it's a vanity coin, a special event coin, or actually you're trying to build a business, I think you know, Waves is a really, you know, uh, a really strong way to do that. And they've been doing it for a while. They've been out for over a year. So Waves is kind of early to the party on that case. Uh, I really, people really like Monero. I like Dash better, everything about it, but you know, <laughs> down to the series of explainers they have with uh, this this uh, offbeat, you know, white chick named Amanda Johnson. I think she's really funny. Um, but uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, do what you feel. Just, you tr but I highly advise, although I am not a financial advisor, as a piece of personal advice. Whatever coins that you that you buy into, if you're into hodling them, you know, versus pump and dump, just believe in whatever it is that the coin's trying to accomplish. That's all. I, that's all I'm saying. I believe in what Storage is doing, doing the centralized Dropbox type thing. I believe in what Dash is doing with the privacy coin. I kind of believe in Monero, but you know, I but I and I of course really believe in Bitcoin. So that way, that belief can carry you through swings when it gets up really low. You know, I mean, it's easy to love something when it's really high. It's easy, it's easy to love somebody when everything's all, you know, e nice and easy. It's even harder to love some somebody or a coin when things are rough. And I say that from experience because I, I've watched personally Bitcoin go from $88 to over $1,100 in, in 2013, back down to $250, $250 in uh, 2015. I mean, it would have been really easy for people to just be like, I'm done with this. This thing is over. Because the threat to, of it going to zero was very real. And here we are. Top of the world, Ma. 16,000, 17,000, 18,000. What? So thanks, Deidre. Uh, your, your Bitcoin is on its way. And then also the last one, last question from our my boy Jay Devlin, who is, go, who is going to be on the podcast today, couldn't make it. His question, which I find highly amusing, is I'm super white. Can I be in blacks and Bitcoin? <laughs> And my answer is, of course, as I say on the opening of each podcast and as well as on the site, everybody's welcome in Blacks and Bitcoin uh, and BlacksandBitcoin.com. It's just I happen to be black. I happen to be in Bitcoin. So I'll talk about it. I just want to and I also wanted to have a place where we can have from an African-American point of view, everything that's going on in the cryptocurrency community, only because not just because I'm African-American, but also because traditionally our community has been underrepresented and left out or openly and blatantly discriminated against when it's come to financial innovation and financial products. So for a change, we have an opportunity with almost zero barrier to entry to get in on, some, on a once in a generation opportunity to create generational wealth. I'll repeat that because I love saying it. We have, an, we have a rare once in a generation opportunity to create generational wealth through Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies, and that's why I'm here. Love this shit. Yes. There we go. All right, so for the culture, for the culture segment, one of our last segments, uh, as people know, my background's in entertainment, so occasionally I will bring up something about entertainment that I'm watching, that I'm digging, that I like, only because I feel like I need to talk to somebody about what I'm watching because I watch a lot of stuff. It may include Bitcoin sometimes, like last week. Last week, the Big Bang Theory had a had a big Bitcoin episode. wasn't as funny as as, as most of its episodes, but it was great seeing Bitcoin 
posed in a positive light. This week, I pretty much have pretty much have something that, that has very little to do with Bitcoin or cryptocurrencies. As a matter of fact, you could say it's like the exact opposite of it. And I say that because I, I finished the limited series Godless. It's a show on Netflix. It's great. It's about it's uh, basically it's a limited series western about a town full of women who've lost their men all their men to a mining accident why is this on that's that's weird uh they, they've lost they've lost their men to a mining accident uh and so it's a town full of women running shit and they deal entirely in fiat currency and outside pressures and stuff like that so there's that has very little to do with cryptocurrency but i'd like to to recommend it because i really enjoyed it it's very i mean i'm not a western guy either i mean it's you know, westerns dumb westerns are generally dumb but it has the best the most excellent damn western gunfight that i've ever seen like seriously in, in episode seven has the best western gunfight i've ever seen very creative very inventive you really gotta get into the characters only only seven episodes netflixers only seven episodes so very small uh commitment nonetheless Okay, and so with my so with my weekly prediction last week, I said BTC would equal twelve thousand. Well, how stupid was that? <laughs> We're sitting here at sixteen G's. So with the CME opening up future soon, I'll say we'll ride the euphoria some. I mean, I've written in my notes on my rundown eighteen thousand, but even that feels so small. I don't want to say the tw I don't want to say twenty k. I'm too scared. I'm too scared. I think we'll get to twenty k by Christmas, but it's too early. It's too early for all this. I think there'll be a huge run up and spike in interest in, in valuation once once the Chicago Mercantile Exchange opens up its its Bitcoin, Bitcoin futures. I think we'll see a lot more volatility of trading, a lot more volume going on. As I saw Max Kaiser say on Twitter this this morning. He 100% believes that the run-up that we've had this year alone has been, you know, banks, hedge funds, and 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 institutional investors, you know, buying up inventory so they can try to manipulate the price. Good luck with that. <laughs> but uh, so I'm I. So my notes say 18,000. I think that we probably will pass 20,000, maybe 21,000. Then it'll kind of come down to earth, make a little correction, settle in around. You know, I'll say 18,500. Damn it. 18,500, I think it's achievable by next time we record this podcast a week from now. So we shall see. All right, so where can you find Blacks and Bitcoin? Start at the site, blacksandbitcoin.com. Uh, we also have Twitter, at Blacks and Bitcoin. Facebook, Blacks and Bitcoin. Uh, I think we have an Instagram now, Blacks and Bitcoin. Follow us on Instagram. No Snapchat, none of that. Uh, also subscribe to this podcast, iTunes, Google Music, SoundCloud, YouTube. Thank you, everybody, all four subscribers. I can't, honestly, I can't tell you how excited I am by having four subscribers. That shit's lit. I appreciate it. I don't even think I have that many subscribers for Cinema Draft, and it's been and we've been podcasting for over a year. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Subscribe, tell a friend because we're gonna come here every week and talk about crypto from this black man's perspective. All right. And also, if you're curious about my fancy sports style movies game, let's go to cinemadraft.co. That's cinemadraft.co. While we continue to raise money to to complete the site, also uh, support the podcast. Easiest way to do that is to give this a five star rating on iTunes. Share it with your friends. Share it on social media. The more know, the more who know about it, the better and the bigger the giveaways can be. You can also use my referral link to open up an account on Coinbase. With the first $10 you buy, 
or, or more, you'll get a ten dollars. You'll get ten dollars worth of Bitcoin, and they'll, and they'll kick me ten dollars worth of Bitcoin. See, love is love, win-win. Uh, links in the show description uh, as well as on the YouTube page, and then also you can tip me on my blockchain wallet. You can also, if you're interested in BitConnect, you can also follow my referral code. Doesn't bother me none. And even more, tell all your friends to send me your questions. Once again, we will give away $5 in BTC to the top three questions that are emailed to me. Uh, use the headline, ask a BTC guy, all right? Ask a BTC guy, and, and the top three questions will get $5 in BTC, all right? And as we prepare to get up on out of here, if you love Bitcoin, Hoddle if you hear me.